There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. I apologize about that. We had the uh, the wrong mic set up there. My apologies. Anyways, good morning, good evening. Well, not good evening yet, but if for those who are watching around the world on our live stream, some of you, it is evening because we do go international here. Welcome to the Dark Delight Show. This is where we are talking about the unfolding global conspiracy, updating you guys on the news and the events of the day and of the week, and trying to figure out what the heck is really going on in this world. You know, we are... Plus three from Election Day. And the steal is in. I'm telling you this. I can tell you this right now. There are some fishy things happening. Uh, today, Friday on the Dark Delight Show, we have open lines. So anybody out there who uh, wants to talk to us, uh, give a chat or a question, we got a number for you. So if you are in the local area there, Rochester, you guys can call 585-346-3000. If you guys are live streaming or just want to call the toll-free number, 866-552-1009. Okay, what do I mean by the steel is in? Well, Washoe County, Nevada last night, the election live stream, which there's a, a chain of custody that has to happen with all these ballots. And uh, basically, a lot of these states have live camera coverage on these ballots, on the chain of custody, on the counting of the ballots. Well, Nevada election live stream goes dark Overnight, nine minutes after it goes dark, a whole bunch of ballots dropped. And when those ballots dropped, they closed the lead on the Republican candidate. So the Democrat gained almost 1% after that ballot drop. I mean, the cameras go dark, then all of a sudden, the Democrat is closing in the lead. What, what does this sound like? This sounds like a repeat of 2020. That's exactly it. Well, not only that, is we got, in Arizona, Maricopa County. They give another ballot drop favoring Democrats. The remaining late, early ballots total increases from 275 to 292,000? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Maricopa County dropped another ballot dump last night favoring the Democrats. Bill Gates, the uh, county commissioner there. Said in a perfect conference last night, we have about 400 to 410,000 more to be counted. I told this group that we anticipated 90 to 90% of the ballots to be counted by Friday. That's tomorrow. But I'm here to tell you that the goalposts have changed. Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer said then we received 292,000 early ballots that were dropped off on Election Day. However, the Gateway Pundit reported on Wednesday. Maricopa County tweeted that 275,000 ballots were received on Election Day, not 292,000. Where did the 17,000 additional late ballots come from? They think we're stupid. They cannot allow Kerry Lake to win. We know the consequences of Kerry Lake winning. If Kerry Lake wins, what happens is they begin to unravel the whole Democrat operation of stealing. You know, this was interesting. 
I posted this on my uh, Telegram and, and social media feeds last night. But Tucker Carlson came out with a uh, video last night. If you guys watch Tucker, you know what I'm talking about here. What they did, his team went out there and looked at the 13 races in the last few years. Congressional Senate in the last few years. 13 races. And they were looking to see what happens when the votes aren't counted on election night. Like when these do go over, like what we're seeing right now in Arizona, Nevada, California. Predominantly Democrat states. Well, you'd think that you would probably have some type of 50% flop between Republican and Democrat because that's statistically average. What's interesting about this is that the majority of the races that they picked from Tucker Carlson was red areas that had a Democrat contender. Now, you would think that fifty, at least 50% of the time, the Republican would win. That's not the case. 77% of the time, the Democrat wins. When these elections do not get counted on election day and they go over and we have this mail-in ballot counting, 10 out of 13 of those elections are going to Democrats. I don't know about you, but the rig is in. They are trying to steal the Senate. They are trying to steal the House. And they've stolen multiple governor spots across this country. New York knows this well. We all know that uh, Lee Zeldin didn't lose that election. We all know that New York, even New York City, is fed up with Hochul. They're fed up with Cuomo. He got out. And did you see the video where when you go look at the results, it shows that Hochul is always winning by 68% in the blue counties? And that when Lee Zeldin won, he was only winning by 52% in the red counties? And it was continuous. Boom, 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 boom. The same percentages over and over and over again. That only happens when you run simulations where you can actually tabulate the percentage win in each county dependent upon knowing how many votes actually came in or actually just going from the last election's numbers. And so I think we got good concern to believe that the the New York state election was stolen. California elections are stolen. Michigan elections were stolen. Pennsylvania elections were stolen. Georgia elections were stolen. Arizona elections are in the process of being stolen. Uh, New Mexico. What, What are we hearing about New Mexico right now? I had an article, New Mexico election results make no sense. Numerous instances of what we call drop and roll. When you look at the map of the 2022 results to date for the U.S. House, you would think that New Mexico is a blue state. However, people who live there say it isn't so. The problem in New Mexico is Democrat election corruption, similar to the problem in other blue states. Erin Clements, who worked alongside her husband David Clements, And many others in the state to perform election audits in the state in 2020 election results said earlier this year, we have found mountains of red flags in the data and multiple failures on part of the Secretary of State to ensure the purity of our elections to guard against the abuse of election franchise. After the midterm elections, she shared the 2022 general election that just transpired shows a continuation of these anomalies and violations of the law. New Mexico can no longer continue to gloss over these issues. They must be dealt with now, in her team's analysis of the midterms, there are many issues, including the following. 
In the 2022 general election, multiple violations of election code were observed and reported. Poll workers intimidated voters concerning the use of their own marking devices, even though doing so is allowed by the Secretary of State's own guidance document. Moreover, election worker trainees reported that Otero County Clerk Robin Holmes directed them to take down names of anyone that used their own marking device and then refer them to the district attorney. A voter in Donna Anna County reported that she was present when the poll worker publicly cussed and humiliated a voter who had brought their own pen to mark their ballot. Both instances are clear violations of law and extremely inappropriate conduct for election workers. <clears throat> but I'll mark that none of which indicate fraud. Voters were given ballots even though they could not remember their own address. The biggest issue in New Mexico, the initial review of election data shows serious anomalies occurred. The results were not consistent with polling data or registration trends. Since 2008, Democrats have steadily been declining in percentage of registrations while Republicans have continuously gained in registrations. Yet the 2022 election results showed a net loss of Republican seats from the top to the bottom of the ticket in New Mexico. Election night data is reported by Secretary of State and sent to Edison Research, which pushes results out to media outlets across the country. Edison data was available for the governor, congressional, attorney general, and Secretary of State races. But one of these races showed serious anomalies consistent with manipulation of the election. The governor's race, which was worse with multiple instances of drop and roll, huge drop occurrences with a Democrat governor always benefiting the most which were offset by ballot decreases. U.S. House races are also made no sense. Huge ballot increases benefited the Democrats, and then ballots were taken away later in the election process. This is what they have labeled as, in the Gateway Pundit, as drop and roll. Now, here's the thing. When you look at these graphs, and you're seeing this trend line go up, you should not have a negative trend. You can't lose votes if if 200,000 votes come in okay those votes will be distributed in a positive format between both candidates one candidate can't increase votes and then all of a sudden they drop 20,000 that that's called fraud and we're seeing this all over the place we're going to take a quick break we'll be back with more dark delight show right after this Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. 
lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. We are back on the Dark Delight show. And if you guys want to go ahead and give us a call, 585-346-3000. And uh, if you guys are toll-free watching us on the live stream, go ahead and give us a call right here at 866-552-1009. Let's go to the calls. Keith, what's up, man? All of us uh, listening to what you're saying, agreeing with you, uh, to get right to it, uh, my question for everyone in the audience, uh, when do we start to speak up? And if uh, someone like me comes on any show like this and the host says, uh, no, uh, you can't go that far, we're not there yet, uh, that's my question for everyone three days out. And uh, in your own words, Mr. Reed, these elections being stolen, how uh, long do we keep mollified and uh, before we are really blow our stacks and people accuse us of just uh, going too far. How, how do we uh, legitimately uh, uh, and keeping it together but still speaking up and, in my words, getting these elections back if they've been truly stolen, what is the answer to all of that so far as keeping it together but uh, get, getting the fraud undone and the right people uh, duly elected who've had their races stolen flat out from them? Well, it's a good question. Thanks, Keith. I appreciate that. So there, there's a lot of options here. So my problem is the laydown of candidates. Lee Zeldin has conceded. Um, Mastriano in Pennsylvania has not. Mohamed Oz has conceded. Um, once you concede, it's basically done. It's all over. So what we need to see, though, is we need to see the people go out there and produce legislation. We need or go out there and produce lawsuits. We need the people to rise up and say, hey, look, you, you know, New York State, you guys were just disenfranchised on your vote. You guys were just had this vote stolen from you. It's time for us to get together and to do something about that. And what I would like to see is like auditny.com. I would like to see them do a campaign. Go out there and say, hey, if you believe your vote was stolen this year, or if you believe that the Democrats stole this election, you know, go ahead and sign up for our mailing list. And then what we do is we start filing affidavits and lawsuits and you get the number of people. So th- this is one thing that actually happened in um, Georgia. My good friend, uh, Candace Taylor was running for governor in the primary against Kemp. Um, she had 
62,000 volunteers for her campaign. 62,000 volunteers for her campaign that were knocking on doors and doing all types of stuff. She had less than 5% of the vote in the primaries, which doesn't make any sense. But the funny thing is, is the night, that night, she trailed Governor Kemp by 5%, or she trailed Governor Kemp um, at that 5% level in every county. It was the same number over and over in every county. So what she did is she knew that she had 62,000 volunteers that minimum voted for her. She only received 48,000 votes. So, so what happened? 20,000 people that just worked the entire year volunteering for her campaign decided not to vote? That's not the truth. So what she did is she started went and looking at the county data. And there was one county that had like a few hundred people in it. I think it was like 200 people in the county. And she went there and she pulled out her volunteer base. And sure enough, they had the majority of like 90% of the county supported her. So what they did is it was only 200 people is they went door to door in the whole county and got affidavits, signed affidavits from those people that they voted for Candace Taylor. Now, guess what it showed? The voter roll showed that Governor Kemp won that county with 92% of the vote and that she only got 5% of the vote. But she collected well over 150 signatures of only like 200, 300 people in the county of people who voted for her. That's voter fraud. Right there, proven. Unfortunately, Georgia is controlled by this good old boys club. And they just didn't care it. Once you get to the, the courts, they, they push it out. So you're, what we're saying is, is that we have to go the legal route. There are methodologies out there that go the legal route. Elections have been turned over for election fraud before in the past. And so we have to look at this in the sense and build some type of legal battle to go after these people. And it needs to happen now. It can't wait. You know, 10 weeks down the road, three months down the road. This isn't 2020 where we're wondering what happened, how it happened, why it happened. We're trying to collect data. People need to be going to their secretary of states right now who have to keep this information and data on record for 21 months and requesting this information. If you remember in 2020, in Georgia, they destroyed all paper ballots the next day, which was illegal. Why? Because they didn't want you to see all the fake ballots. Same thing happens here in Colorado. They, they use 8.5 by 11 paper to print these ballots from these machines. And you know darn well they're stealing. They're trying to steal it from Lauren Boebert right now. And so the first thing to do is to get mad. Is to go out there, disquietude and civil disobedience. Go out there and say, hey, we're mad. This, this is not happening anymore. This election was stolen from us. This, this needs to stop, and we're going to be investigating this. This is the first thing. People need to rise up. People need to unite. They need to come together. Those same people need to start doing a legal battle. Start suing Hochul, the government, the Secretary of State, the counties, the county commissioner. Right? If you start going out there and you start suing your, your county election officials... These people are going to be put on record. They're going to be like, "Uh uh-oh. And when you sue them, there's a discovery session of which they have to provide the data. And when they start providing data, especially what we saw in New York State, that each county had the same percentage for Hochul or the same percentage for Zeldin, this becomes a problem in court because you can statistically prove that voter fraud was done. 
So the legal methodology is the first methodology. This is the best methodology. Then protest. Use your First Amendment. Get out there. Yell, scream at the top of your lungs. And only, only when this goes beyond that level where those remedies cannot be resolved through those traditional means, then you have to be reminded of the United States Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence says in states that human beings are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. That within the Declaration, it says, that when a government becomes tyrannical to a means, this means stealing elections and, and, and basically stealing the vote from the people. That's one way. When it becomes tyrannical to the mean, it is the right, the right, the right, the will the duty of the people to remove that government. It doesn't mention how, but you know what? The founding fathers were very, very adamant on how that happens. And they wrote that in the Federalist Papers. They talked about that to each other through various letters. This was the foundation of why the Constitution was built. This is why our Constitution, is the Bill of Rights, is in precedence. But I also think that once this election time frame is over, the next week or so, once we know that the House of Representatives is going to the right, the conservatives, what's going to happen with the Senate, we won't know until after December 6th, but once we know what happens with the Senate, once we know that, we will know the path to take, because this is either going to go really, really Bad for the Democrats or really, really bad for the Republicans. And right now, it's shaping up to be election fraud. Right now, it's shaping up that they're going to try to steal the House, the Senate, and as many governor positions as they can. And that would be what I call coup 2.0. And when that happens, lawsuits need to be filed. But the problem is that our court systems take way too long. The media don't want to report on it. And so... It might be time at during that time, if this is the case, if this is what happens, for people to stand up, to rise up, and to do what Brazil was doing. To go out there and demand, demand an investigation. So we will see there, Keith, on how this happens. If you guys want to give us a call here, 585-346-3000, or you can call us toll-free, 866-552-1009. Um, I was just talking about these uh, these little spikes in votes and then these drops in votes. And in every single election, we're seeing this, that these spikes in votes are always, always Democrat, always massive, <clears throat> and they're always followed by a drop in votes after. It's like someone entered the wrong number, and then, oh, my bad, we entered the wrong number. Let's Let's delete some votes here. That's a problem. That's a big, big problem. Uh, looking at the election results right now, we are at uh, three seats left to be called within the Senate race. Uh, Warnock, Walker, Masters, Kelly, and then Laxalt and Cortez. Laxalt is leading by 0.97%. Yesterday he had a 2.3% lead, and that has decreased by 1% after the cameras went out last night. Uh, Warnock and Walker go to a runoff election on December 6th. And then Kelly and Masters. Kelly is leading by 5.62%. But there is hope. So, Carrie Lake did some something really 
genius in Arizona. We're going to talk about that when we come back of this strategy that they're utilizing there and why they know that she's going to win and Masters probably will win as well. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. And uh, we're taking calls today. That's Friday call in day. So if you are watching that live stream, you can go to eight, you can give a call at 866 552 1009. Or if you're local, you can call either of these numbers 585 346 3000. Or again, that toll free 866 552 1009. And uh, so just as a reminder, we are live streaming this. uh, So there is live video next week. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more integrated. I'm in the process of moving. So I apologize. My studio is a mess and everything's unorganized and everything packing up. So I had to take down my studio besides what we see here right here. So just trying to get things all uh, all packed up. And so. Once we get settled in Minnesota area, trust me, I bet you this, uh, the live stream is going to be way better. We're going to have visuals and you're going to be seeing all the pictures that I'm talking about. We'll have it all set up really nice and well. But uh, if you guys want to help support the Red Pill Project and the Dark Delight Show, you can go to redpillproject.locals.com. That's where you can find that. All right. Joe Biden said yesterday, if the GOP takes the House, the American people have made it clear. They expect Republicans to work with me. <laughs> Joe, th- that, that's not why we voted for Republicans. Th- that's not why we voted for American First candidates, Joe. We-, we voted for American First candidates to investigate you, not to work with you. We-, 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 we voted for them to remove you from office because you formed a coup in 2020, or you're at least the stooge in the coup in 2020. And the only reason you're in power is because the Democrats cheat in elections and the globalists have a plan to destroy America. And so we voted for these people to remove you from office, Joe. And it's getting bad. I mean, Dementia Joe is, is really out there right now. He is uh, he's not making any sense. He's mumbling. We're all wondering what it's going to be like when uh, him and Fetterman finally get to sit down and have a conversation. But I'm just joking. Not really. But Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre... This is the uh, press correspondent lady here says that the Democrats will oust more MAGA Republicans in 2024. One election will not change that. There's still work to be done. And she didn't sound too sure about that. You know, one thing's for sure is that the, the Democrats, if, if we had free and fair elections, it, I'm almost positive with this, if we had free and fair elections, we would have a single party system in the United States. I, I'm almost positive of this. It'd all be right. Let's go to the lines caller, Lorraine. How's, how's it going, Lorraine? Hi, I'm in Rochester, and um, I want to, first of all, thank you so much, because you give both websites and phone numbers, perhaps, well, I don't know what the phone numbers, more often than other people, but I was going to implore everybody who understands what's going on the way you have been outlining 
please, more often, give the website clearly at least a couple times. But there are people like me. I don't have the Internet capability. Mm-hmm. We need phone numbers. We need, we need a lawyer or two. You know, please help coordinate this effort for us. Absolutely, Lorraine. Thank you much on that. And you're probably talking about auditny.com, which many people, uh, if you don't have the Internet, you can't go to. And I'm going to see if they have a, a way to get in contact with them other than from just the website. So if that's the case, what we'll do is we're going to get that information out to people. Because we do have to understand is that not many people you know, have the access to the Internet. So let's see here. I'm on their website right now, auditny.com. And what we're going to do, I, I think that uh, what we can do is we can reach out and we're going to get a phone number or a hotline to give them a call and, and get involved. As well as, you know, this is one thing that I want to talk about. And thank you, by the way, for that phone call, Lorraine. The one reason the Democrats were able to orchestrate massive voter fraud at these levels is not because they put the right people in the right places. That, that, that is after the fact. But because they came together and said, what do we need to do to win elections by stealing? And they decided that they had to get together and get organized. The Republican Party is not organized. It's not. Let me ask you this. How many people are going to meetups? How many people are getting with their community members? and discussing issues and developing plans and strategies to take back their school board, to take back their, 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 their local town boards, to take back the mayor, to take back the city council. See, it's not enough to get on social media and express our opinion. Is we got to go out there and we got to start handing out pamphlets. We got to go to the grocery store, put up flyers. We got to go out there. We got to go knock on neighbors' doors and say, hey, let's get together. Let's come up with some ideas. Let's have a meeting. Let's have a community meeting. And, and you know, here's the thing. And, and this is one thing I think that everybody will really, truly understand. That the media has brought about such, I guess, radical perspectives on the left and the right. That they fueled this, this divergence of people in this, in this world. Everything now is political. If you talk to anybody, it's all political. That never used to be the case. Political used to be an opinion. And that, you know, we're friends and great. You, you believe that, I believe this. Okay, whatever. You know, we can agree to disagree. But when we look at it, all of us Americans really have the same problems with our country. We're, we're tired of the economy. We're, we're tired of high taxes. We're tired of endless wars. We're, we're tired of the elites and the globalists always getting the benefit. Always the, the just us system versus the justice system. We're tired of crime. We're tired of our cities being poop holes. Everybody feels the same way. But we all have different solutions. And it's the solutions that are fueled into the divergence. It's the solutions that we come to the table with and we disagree with each other. But, but that's been radicalized. Like, if there's a Democrat who thinks that uh, we, we need social health care. Okay. Do I disagree with that? 
Yeah, I do. I've been in social health care systems. But should I get mad and angry at them and have an argument about the solutions? Or maybe we start talking about the problems. Because the problem with our health care system is not the system that we have, whether it's capitalistic or socialist. It's the government. It's the politicians. It's the congressmen and the senators that go out there and they vote on these regulations that restrict you and I and benefit the corporation. That's the problem. The problem isn't the type of system we're using. The problem is the people who are determining the regulations, the rules, the laws. See, here's the thing. is Whether it's capitalism or socialism. If we had absolutely zero corruption, both systems work. That's the beauty of it. If we had zero corruption, if we had zero people moving to places of power and trying to centralize power and control, if we had zero people out there trying to undermine your rights, your liberties, your freedoms, your money, your wealth, all this stuff, both systems work perfectly fine. So the problem is not the solution. The problem is the politicians. The problem is the money. Its problem is the corruption. The problem is the lobby. You have to remove the financial interest from government. You have to remove the lobby from government. Corporations have way too much power. Foreign countries have way too much power. When a corporation or a foreign entity has more power and control over a politician than their own constituents... That's a tyranny. That's fascism. That's how this is working. That's the problem. Is it does, it's not a left versus right problem. Any of the solutions that were implemented into a system, right? Whether it's the socialist system or the, the republic system or a democratic system. Any of those perspective ideas that's implemented 100% Free of collusion, treason, corruption, crime, they would work. If you had a socialist system without any corruption, without any centralization of power by various authorities trying to steal and undermine your rights and freedoms, guess what happens? It works. And it works because the people truly get to be free. But see, that's not what we have. We have a corporatocracy. We have foreign governments that have more influence over how this country is ran, over the laws that are passed, than the American people. The problem with healthcare, the problem with our economy, the problem with high taxes, the problem with everything in this country is politicians. It's not the various solutions of whether one is good or one is bad, it's the politicians. The reason why we don't have sound money is because of the politicians. The reason why we have high taxes is because of the politicians. The reason why we have incredibly expensive health care system that doesn't work or serve the people is because of the politicians. The reason we have corrupt and complicit elections is because of the politicians. You know, think about this. How beneficial would it be to try to steal elections in a country that has no financial incentive or benefit for being a politician? Huh. Wow, that's interesting. Or held cheating or stealing in elections 
as one of the highest crimes of the land. Ten years plus in prison minimum up to the death penalty. I bet we would have free and fair elections then. I bet we would rid this country of this corruption. And see, that's the type of change that needs to come to Washington, D.C. That's the type of change that needs to be implemented down the line. You need to remove the financial, beneficial, the incentivization of being a politician. You have to remove that. It has to be back to a service to the people. you got to remember, what we have in the sense of politics in the government is we have God at the top. We have the people under God. And then we have government. Not the other way around. Not government, God, people. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight Show. If you guys want to give us a call, 585-346-3000-866-552-1009. Those are the call-in numbers, 585-346-3000-866-552-1009. And we're going to go to the calls. John, what's up, man? Hey, Josh, I'll tell you, we're in a banana republic. This is This is ridiculous, what we're going through. And I'll tell you what drives this whole thing is the media. If they would be fair and report 
some of the issues that are going on, as an example, going back to uh, November and December 2020, when the states had legislative hearings on voter fraud in all the battleground states, it was televised. I've talked mm-hmm. to so many reporters through the e- email, mainly email, and uh, uh, politicians about the evidence that, that's there. They always say there's no evidence, no evidence. There's, there were 900 affidavits and witnesses, minimum, uh, that testified at these six, or six uh, legislative hearings. It was, it was unbelievable. And i got to tell you another thing. And I, just, I had a bad experience uh, voting uh, in Monroe County. Uh, number one, this is the third time they've within the last four years they've changed the polling place, and it was wasn't well marked at all. We voted at night; we could hardly find the place. It took us a while to find it. it was very poor markings. But then, when I uh, inserted my vote uh, paper ballot into the machine, it rejected it four rejected it four different times. And mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm. I'm suspicious of that. I would be too, because you know what that could be doing is every time you put that ballot in, it's not reading it. It comes up with an error. And then later on, they change those as actual ballots read and count them for Huckle. It's a serious problem. I did file a complaint with Audit New York today. Okay. Uh, through their process. I've been trying to file a complaint over the Internet with the Monroe County Board of Elections, but I can't. I, it doesn't take my uh, complaint uh, via email for some reason. So of course I'll tell it doesn't. You, something's fishy, and, it, and it's getting pretty darn frustrating, and there's going to be a revolution. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you right now. In fact, January 6, 2000, 2021, that was no revol- that was no um, uh, insurrection yeah insurrection uh, but it should have been when you think about it because it was I'm surprised there wasn't it wasn't a real insurrection given the fact that there was a lot of evidence just in the state legislative hearings in the 2020 in November and December that was well known I'm surprised it didn't get more violent but part of that so-called insurrection, and it wasn't an insurrection, was due to uh, instigators by Antifa and BLM. But that's another story. Well, well, you heard about this, right? So Oath Keepers, it was announced yesterday morning that the FBI had a confidential informant within the Oath Keepers. This just happened to be one of their vice presidents at the Oath Keepers institution. So... The defense for Stuart Rhodes, who's the founder of Oath Keepers, they called this man to come testify because apparently his testification or his testimony, testification, his testimony was very, very beneficial to Stuart Rhodes. And so this was an FBI informant on the FBI payroll, and they called him in to come testify in the defense of Stuart Rhodes. Guess what happened to him? I don't know. On the... On the when he got off the plane, he had a heart attack and died right before getting You're to the January. You're kidding me! Nope, right before he got to the January sixth committee, he had a heart attack and died. Oh my! You know, you know something regarding the Oath Keepers. I've I've listened to uh, the Oath Keepers over the years, 
And to me, what they were there for was to protect uh, the citizens that were trying to peacefully protest. Because the word was out that Antifa and BLM was going to be violent, and they were there for protection. And I can't believe the media hasn't portrayed that in that light. Well, John, I appreciate the call. And let me go into this, because this is where the key really starts to unfold. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there's little value in imposing the threat of a closed society by intimidating and arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is, very, there is a very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. That was John F. Kennedy. And he was talking to the media. He was talking about how they had already infiltrated our system. And he says here that whether his rank is high, low, civilian, or military should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on COVID means for expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned. No rumor is printed. No secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program. So we've known about this for a while. And this is the system that is right now rising up in its final effort to take control. This is why we call it the Great Reset versus the Great Awakening. I agree with you, John, is that the people need to do something. Now, I don't move towards that area of revolution or or violence. I I stick firm that there are legal processes, that we have the Tenth Amendment, that we, we can get enough states on board to begin investigating other states' corruption, because it does affect them. That we can use the Tenth Amendment to take back this country. And you're right, on January 6th, for all the, the, the Democrats or liberals or moderates or independents out there who believe that January 6th was an insurrection, let me tell you, if the people of this country wanted to rise up armed against their government and take back power and control... They would, and you would know it. That's the thing, is people showed up there with cell phones, 
camcorders, signs, and patriotic attire. They weren't there for a revolution. They were there to be heard. And they were violently denied. All right. That's all we have for the Dark Delight Show. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy your Veterans Day to all my veterans friends out there. Hoorah. Take care.